You're now tuned into the Everyday J Podcast. I am your host, Jay Sutton. I hope you're sitting back with your rolled up doobie or dutchie or whatever the hell you smoke, drinking some wine, drinking some Hennessy, which is my drink of choice. I just want you to sit back and enjoy episode three of the Everyday J Podcast. Uh, shout out to everybody who listened to episode two and told somebody else about uh, the podcast. I appreciate you. Word of mouth is always the best mouth, unless it's a mouth that's given head. Pause. Um, this episode is brought to you by uh, Fronto Leaf and Raw Papers. It's the most natural way to smoke. It's the only way to smoke. But make sure it's some good in there. Because if you put Reggie in papers, it burns ridiculously. It's like smoking weed with the window down and you're driving 50 miles per hour. It's never going to fucking burn, right? It's going to be boating like the fucking Titanic and it's going the fuck down. Uh, also, this uh, episode is sponsored by Frankincense and Myrrh Incense because I just feel like I am so at one with the world when I have Frankincense and Myrrh lit. So shout out to my Muslim brothers who are selling oils and also forcing oils on people. You niggas need to chill, and it needs to be against the law, and you should be able to press charges for these niggas out here aggressively selling these oils. My nigga, you don't have to be this damn aggressive. When I tell you I don't like oils, I mean it. Oils make me sweat. And furthermore, I don't know what the fuck Obama smells like. Now, you out here selling oils, and it's, and it's named Obama. What the fuck? does it smell like and which one of you Muslim brothers was that close to Obama that you got an idea to name an oil after him I know he's black I know he's our first black president I understand that but my niggas you do not know what the fuck Obama smell like the nigga could fucking stink and you be out here saying that he smells like this the nigga smokes cigarettes first of all so if there's not a hint of Newport Inside of that oil, I suggest you take that off the market and stop telling people they can smell like Obama and uh, what is it, uh, blue haze and all these other fucking oils. You niggas is forcing niggas, nigga, nigga. Swear to God, last motherfucking uh, Muslim brother came down on me with some goddamn oils and shit. I he smacked me in the face before he even got ten feet in front. Of him. I'm like, my nigga. I, I smell you. I, I definitely smell you. My God. I don't know how I got on the the topic of Obama uh, incense and, and, and oils and shit from the Muslim brothers. But you niggas, is, you niggas need to stop that shit. And you like gorilla. You gorilla hustling. Man, I know we've heard of the saying uh, gorilla pimping. But these niggas is gorilla hustling these fucking oils, my nigga. Them niggas be wiping the oil on you and shit. Nigga. Give me 10 feet, my nigga. I'm not a fan of the fucking oils that you call Obamas. You don't know what the fuck Obamas smell like. Well, now that I got that out the way. How about, how about, how about I'm watching the uh, OKC game the other day? Now, I knew Kevin Durant had a terrible grade of hair. But I had no clue this nigga had the dustiest, dirtiest, 
trifling is great of hair. Like the nigga looks like he has a scully on, and he don't. I've never seen like this nigga has 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 old ballpark hair. Like I don't know. Like a lot of people got a old ballpark that they go to. Like niggas be at Buckman Village and shit, or or the grass down at the fucking uh the, the A field and like my nigga. That is the worst grade of hair I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like, I know damn well this nigga was not paying attention when God was giving out good grades of hair and shit. Like, he was all full attention when God was giving out height, ball handling, and jump shots. But when God was giving out that goddamn grade of hair, Kevin Durant must have still been in the goddamn basketball line. Like, nigga, how'd you miss a good grade of hair? That just lets you know how funny God is and how, like, I always think that God's a comedian because who else could put these visuals in people's heads and not be a fucking comedian? Like, I know, like, God, when when Kevin Durant was born, God was up there and he was like, yeah, I'm going to make me the perfect basketball player. He's going to be 6'11", the wingspan of a 7'2 center. Ball handling skills of Allen Iverson. Passing ability of maybe a, a Scotty Pippen. And the grade of hair of a fucking wool sheep. This nigga's hair, oh my God, I'm so glad God didn't give me that grade of hair because I would walk around with a ball here. Like, fuck that. Like, nigga, it just looks like a bunch of fucking ants is having a meeting on this nigga's head. Like, nigga, who called for the ant meeting on your fucking head? This nigga, and it's patchy, like, like he fell asleep with gum in his mouth, and he woke up, and he never could quite get all the gum out, and it's just like it grew into his scalp and shit. That's probably why Kevin, we never seen Kevin Durant dad. He's embarrassed. He is embarrassed to show his face that he's responsible for that gray of hair. I would have left my son too, because I don't want I, I can't face my son with a nappy ass head like that. This nigga hair look like a fucking like brush bristles. Like like a ran down brush bristle. Like, nigga, the fuck's up with your gray of hair, my nigga? You a fuck. How many jump shots you can make? How many slam dunks you can slam, my nigga? Your grade of hair is setting you back so far in the universe. Like, God loves you, but God don't really fuck with you to give you that type of fucking hair. And I couldn't, I couldn't help but to see it. I'm like, yo, what's up with this nigga's hair? I've never seen hair so terrible. It's like it looked like one of the uh, a black old a old black polo scully. Niggas know what them scullies look like. Them motherfuckers get naughty as a motherfucker. Get the fuck out. Just get a ball here. Him and fucking LeBron. LeBron don't make no motherfucking sense with that goddamn sunroof he running around with. Nigga keep getting hair plugs and all this other extra bullshit. Nigga, please. Negro, please. And you know what? I, since I'm on the topic of Kevin Durant and LeBron James, what is up with everybody so mad at Kevin Durant for bettering his situation? Everybody mad at this nigga for going to go play with the fucking Golden State Warriors. Why? Wouldn't you want to go win? I don't give a fuck if they beat me and we was up 3-1 and they came back and beat me. That was last year, my nigga. Them niggas is balling over there and they are passing the ball. I'm going to go play with them. 
I'm not going to keep on playing basketball with Russell Westbrook gunning ass. Nigga. And, and it's not even that Russell Westbrook's a gunner. It's just Russell Westbrook don't know when to pass the ball when he's supposed to pass the ball. Like, nigga, nigga, pick and choose your battles, my nigga. And you, you go to battle at the wrong time. You ain't got no fucking bullets in your gun, but you decide to go to the fucking gunfight any fucking way because you got a knife in your shoe. No, nigga. The gun is over there. His name is Kevin Durant. That's why he said, I'm, I'm out of here, my nigga. We ain't never going to win. I done gave you motherfuckers eight, nine years of my goddamn life. We ain't winning. I need to go join these other bulls. And he's like, uh, the LeBron situation was different. LeBron's situation wasn't no different. Yes, okay, see, uh, Kevin Durant left and he went and joined Clay Thompson and, 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 and uh, what's his name, Stephen Curry and, and Draymond Green and all that other shit. They were already a, a well-oiled machine. Yes, I understand that. But understand this. He's a better grade of oil to go in that fucking engine. Like, not, not, like, this ain't no synthetic oil that nigga dealing with. Like, this nigga is dealing with pure D top-notch oils, nigga. And it's not like, like, they, they mad at KD. He went and joined. Nigga, he didn't take a pay cut. I don't give a fuck. Nigga, he's still getting paid the same amount. It ain't like he went and just being a part of the team. If you realize it, that team is Kevin Durant's. He's the main star. He's the main scorer. He's the best player on the team. That's his team. He made a decision for himself. No different than when the goddamn GM or, or, or president or owner of the fucking squad decides to trade you midseason for, for, for two draft picks and, and fucking uh, uh, Bruce Smith or some shit, like some nigga that you've never heard of. No, he made a decision for himself. Yes, they knew they was going to win. LeBron, LeBron ain't do that. LeBron, fuck out of here. LeBron went and joined the goddamn Miami Heat, nigga. Who the fuck didn't know that eventually they was going to win the championship? He didn't just go because it was Dwayne Wade there. No, he waited until they signed another third person to go ahead and join that goddamn team. Now, don't blame me. Blame your lying eyes for making you think that that was any different. Niggas act like Chris Bosh wasn't a fucking all-star and, and was taking his team individually to the, uh, to the playoffs. Who the fuck didn't know those three together was going to win a championship? LeBron damn sure did. That's why he got up on that stage and was talking that old four championships, five championships, six championships. Yeah. But he seen Dwayne Wade ass was getting old and Chris Bosh was uh, injuries was, was catching up with him. He got the fuck out of Dodge. And he didn't leave that team until they signed Kevin Love. Oh, but it's different when KD do it. Fuck out of here. And LeBron got to stop with all this crying shit. Nigga cries more than a fucking newborn baby. My nigga, you the biggest nigga on the court. Your go-to move is put your shoulder down and run through a motherfucker, but you crying when you don't get a, a foul that wasn't even a fucking foul. My nigga, you don't always get fouled. Niggas ain't just out. You Who the fuck you think you is? Jordan? No, nigga, Jordan didn't cry. I never seen Jordan complain to no motherfucking referees. Just never did it. Yes, I'm old enough to remember Michael Jordan games. So, yeah, LeBron, the fuck out of here. All you niggas who hate, hate KD for being great, nigga, that nigga is the man. Fuck that nigga. Made a choice for him motherfucking self. And we, we looking at it the wrong way. All good players leave eventually. Maybe his was because he went and joined the team that just beat him, but I don't give a fuck. Nigga, 
I'm sure Deion Sanders didn't give a fuck when he had just won a championship with the 49ers and then he went and joined the Cowboys. You see, nobody ever threw that analogy out there. The analogy of Deion Sanders leaving the 49ers and then going to the fucking Cowboys. Hmm? Just say it. I'm just saying. Just out here giving you giving you ways to look at shit. But shout out to K did his nappy ass head, nigga. Nobody got agreed like that. Feel for that nigga if he have kids. What else happened over the uh these past this last episode that I put out? Uh TL, Terrell Owens, got snubbed on the Hall of Fame again. Now that like White folks don't make no goddamn sense. This nigga ain't did nothing but be the second leading receiving uh, in receiving yards. Uh, probably third. He's he's ranked in top five in most wide receiver uh, categories and statistics. And one and two in the two most major ones. But he's not in the Hall of Fame. He's not, he didn't. Okay, he ain't make it the first battle. All right, cool. You ain't fucking with him. He got sit out. He was a disruption to his football team. In quotes and allegedly, I couldn't tell. Motherfucker went out there and won every time he was on the, on the field and played at a hundred percent. But he can't get in the fucking Hall of Fame. But you would put a fucking Terrell Davis, Terrell Davis in the fucking in the Hall of Fame. This nigga had two good fucking years. Nigga had headaches seven of his other years. The nigga had migraines, my nigga. He had okay. He won a Super Bowl. He won two Super Bowls. He had a, I think he had a two thousand yards. But he still don't deserve to be in the fucking Hall of Fame over T.O. Who else? Morton Anderson, a fucking kicker, is in there before T.O. Morton, come on, Morton Anderson? Look, I don't even, like, shout out to the kickers, but nigga, I don't even think kickers deserve to be in the in the team photo. Like, like kickers shouldn't even be in the team photo. Like, anybody could come and kick. I could come and kick. But you're going to sit there and put him in before T.O.? Fucking Kurt Warner in the Hall of Fame before T.O. This nigga had three good years. Before he even got in the NFL, motherfucker was bagging groceries at a market. And that's probably the problem. The voters are old men who own markets, and they feel a little bit better if they put another market man in there. This nigga was bagging groceries, my nigga. T.O.'s not in the Hall of Fame. This nigga, this nigga went to the, he played in the Super Bowl on one leg that was only healed for, not even fully healed, but it, he had got surgery or whatever three weeks or two weeks prior and came out and damn near won the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, Donovan McNabb throwing up in the fucking huddle and crying. They say T.O. was a disruption in the, in the locker rooms and all this other shit. Well, what did he do on the field? Huh? A lot of people can't stand to be around winners. Like like when you when you have the will to win and you know you're good and you just want everybody else around you to be good. So yes, you get pissed off at your quarterback when he's not throwing you the ball or or he's throwing up in the huddle or he's going to bat for uh for for a Westbrook but ain't going to bat for the motherfucker who got you to the Super Bowl. Nigga, your best year was with TL. You know that. Hell out of here, McNabb. You talking this and talking that. How are we going to hold T.O. out of the fucking Hall of Fame? This nigga did sit-ups in his goddamn driveway with reporters around. That deserves the Hall of Fame, period. Like, they, like they came to his crib. Hmm? 
That was some Hall of Fame shit, man. T.O. not in the fucking Hall of Fame. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass, Mr. Postman. Fucking shout out to the New England Patriots, man. The greatest team I've ever seen in my fucking life. These niggas are great. This nigga's Tom Brady is so great. He won the Super Bowl with an all-white receiving cast. All of his wide receivers was white. You ain't never seen that many white boys on one team that good in your fucking life. Never. Last time you seen it probably was the Boston Celtics, and even then they had to go get Bill Russell. Hmm? Hmm? This nigga, Todd Brady, because niggas ain't... His receivers were white. One of these niggas was a fucking lacrosse player. The nigga Hogan played lacrosse. How aren't you the best? Like, that, that just solidifies you as the best to ever fucking lace them. Fuck, fuck flat. I don't give a fuck if the ball was flat, had too much air. I mean, you still got to throw it, and the motherfucker still got to catch it. I mean, he's the best. Fuck that. The Patriots are the greatest organization ever, nigga. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I love how they run that shit over there. Bill Belichick, if, if he cheating, guess what? He's trying. A lot of you niggas get it confused thinking cheating, cheating is this big deal. Everybody cheats. Everybody cheats. Nigga, you cheat on your diet. You cheat on your girlfriend. Nigga, you cheated on your math test because your dumb ass ain't come to class for two days. And then you came back and it was a pop quiz. So you had to copy off somebody else's paper. Nigga, you cheated. Fuck out of here. Nigga's the best. I mean... And and you know who should be who who needed to cheat the Atlanta Falcons. They needed to cheat a little bit more because they blew a twenty three or a twenty five point lead. I can't remember exactly what it was, but you blew that fucking lead. You had the game. A lot of people say, well, they should have ran the ball. They should have did this. No, nah, they should have did what they was doing. Them niggas should have should have should have made the plays when they were supposed to make. They've been throwing the ball the entire season. Now you want them to run the ball all of a sudden. They they knew damn well if they wouldn't have scored, if they would have kicked that field goal, if they wouldn't have scored. The Patriots would have just went and scored faster and still won that game. It was meant for them to win the game. That was the greatest comeback I've ever seen. Like, I've never had a ba- – I, I don't have any kids. I've never been in the labor room or whatever. But I can – when I was watching that game, it felt like I was seeing a baby come out of a vagina. Like, I thought I was watching birth. Like, because it basically was birth. Like, that was like, nigga, that, that was deep. That was deep. And I know them damn Atlanta strippers, they just knew it was on in, in the A for that weekend. All them bitches had they motherfucking pussies all greased up and legs shaved, underarms waxed, pussy waxed. Because you know they get ass naked down in Atlanta. I don't know if you motherfuckers know, but in Atlanta strip club, they get ass naked. I'm talking about ass naked, booty, butthole. Ooh, nigga, you ain't got no choice but to tip them bitches. You hear me? You know what I mean, bitches? I told in that goddamn strip club I love them. Baby, I love you. What are you doing stripping? Like, it's no li- listen. I love you. I don't need to see no more. I don't even need to hear you to talk. I s- I've seen enough. Like when you've seen enough, you know. Like you know, I've seen enough to know that we can we can get married. That's what I told. Her. I said I've seen enough of you to know that me and you would be compatible. Just don't talk. Just just don't fucking talk. Oh, and he's so fucking wholesome in Atlanta. Oh my God, you sitting there having a conversation about what you doing tomorrow and what she doing tomorrow. And, and you don't even know that you done told her about your grandma who had just got got uh, got over a little cancer scare. Huh? Them bitches are so wholesome. I don't know how they do it. I'm sitting there talking to these bitches about black history. And I'm in the middle of a club. She ass nigga shaking her pussy all in my goddamn face. It touched my nose. And but but 
in between all that, I'm telling her how I don't think that Rosa Parks should have got up out of that seat either. This bitch agreed. I tell a stripper real fat, baby. I love you. Listen. I pull out my little pocket Bible and shit. Start going over little Bible verses and shit so she could know, like, no, God has a better plan for you, baby girl. I swear to God he do. Look, he say, ye who walks in the valley of death. I'm like, baby, this, this is the death. This is the death that he's talking about. Come on and follow me. Bitches, it's ass naked in the, in the strip club in, in Atlanta. And they play the best music. That time, my first time I went down there, man, I think, uh, now this is the second time. Second time I went down there in uh, Future. This is before I caught the, the air of Future. So this was years ago. We went to Atlanta, my nigga. When I say this nigga is, was Jay-Z of Atlanta, and that's all he was playing in the strip club, my nigga. And when it's ass naked bitches shaking their pussies in your face with, with tassels, tassels on the floor, my nigga, you going to tip and tell them bitches you love them your damn self, too. But I know them bitches, they had to fucking make different plans after that, that New England comeback. They like, damn, it's just going to be a slow weekend again. Bitches is crazy. Mm-hmm. Guess I stick with the the uh, sports. Uh, the New York Knicks uh, situation with Charles Oakley. I don't know if you knew, but Charles Oakley got into it with uh, security. They were trying to kick him out of the uh, New York Knicks game the other day. They actually kicked him out, but not without Charles Oakley doing what Charles Oakley do and karate chopping and punching and pushing a couple motherfuckers like he did when he was manned in the, the paint with Patrick Ewing back in the 90s and shit. They thought they was going to just throw him out. With, with, well, I don't know. I think his name. Dolan is the owner of the Knicks, and we're pretty sure that he's the one who got him thrown out of there like that. But, you know, they say he was loud and obnoxious and doing things before he got to the seat, so they had to do what they had to do or whatever. But that's not how you treat one of your own, right? That's not how you treat one of your own. But they, I guess they patched it over. He was supposed to be uh, banned from uh, the Knicks arena, but that has been lifted after two days after a call from Michael Jordan and the commissioner of the NBA. I say Michael Jordan first because I'm sure that was the most important call to be put in for Dolan to back off and be like, oh, nah, the ban is lifted and they trying to smooth things over. They had a meeting and everything. Mike didn't even Mike wasn't even at the meeting, but he was on the phone. And that was just enough for them to know, like, we got to smooth this shit over. Michael Jordan's mad. Mike don't get mad at nobody. But he need to be mad at whoever keep telling him to keep putting these baggy ass jeans on like Mike. I. Like, I fucks with you, my nigga, but my nigga, them baggy-ass fucking 40, 45 waist uh, double-wide jeans and shit. Like, my nigga, you got to stop, Mike. Just put a suit on, my nigga. Like, this nigga be out here with fuck. This nigga be out here looking like a motherfucking uh, uh, fucking Derisa in 36 chambers. My nigga, take them big-ass jeans off, Jordan. But it's a lot of niggas. Out here who need to be wearing them jeans that Jordan be wearing. Because I'm tired of seeing these fat ass niggas, these fat niggas with skinny jeans on and shit. The fuck your fat ass got these skinny jeans on for? My nigga, you looking like a bitch from the waist down, my nigga. You, you like you too fat to have on some fucking skinny jeans. My nigga, like you, your friends don't love you. Whoever you run with every day don't tell you. My nigga, take off them jeans. They tight as shit. You look like a knock needed bitch. My niggas, I'm tired of you niggas. Are, and, and then they be like, man, I ain't fat. But had this big ass belly. So now you got this big ass fat stomach on top of these skinny ass jeans and your knees is, is, is caving in and you 
my nigga, you look like an ex, my nigga, from the waist down. You look, yo, my nigga, you look like a bitch. Like, I'd be like, yo, why this bitch, why this bitch got on these tight jeans? He turn around and be like, oh, that's, that's, that's my nigga. Oh, my nigga. Because I'm going to tell you niggas. Like, niggas know me. So it ain't going to be no ill will when I tell you, like, my nigga, you need to chill with them fucking jeans on, my nigga. Like, they ain't you. It's cool. I know you want to be fashionable. Just get you some fucking, some regulars. It's cool to get you some regulars. You don't have to wear skinny jeans. You look like a fucking bitch. You look like a hoe out here, my nigga. Like, don't, don't be surprised if gay niggas come grinding on your butt in the fucking bar because you got on these tight-ass jeans and you fat than a motherfucker. Like, it should be a weight limit. Like, why are you squeezing your fucking fat, nasty ass in them fucking... Niggas is out here looking like bitch trying to dress like fucking... Dress like future. You can't be dressing like future with a fucking body like Biggie, my nigga. You got a body like a Biggie. You are not dressing like future, my nigga. It's cool. It's cool. Just be you. Niggas is out here shaped like Fat Joe, but dressing like Quavo and shit. Like, my nigga, you cannot be out here with a body like Fat Joe and dressing like Quavo. You niggas is wilding out here, man. I'm tired of you niggas. Like, my nigga, I know you want to keep up with the Joneses and shit, but my nigga, no. No. You can't do that. You can't be out this motherfucker looking like Gucci Man before prison and trying to dress like Gucci Man after prison. Like, my nigga, you still got the Gucci Man before prison body. You can't wear them jeans. And you look like a hoe. These niggas be looking mad knock-kneaded. Like, I don't even know if you knock-kneaded, but my nigga, you look knock-kneaded. Niggas is crazy. Niggas be on, don't want to wear no belt. Like, you skinny niggas out here with your pants under your ass and shit. Like, yo, I didn't know how trifling that shit look until I seen niggas doing it nowadays. Like, my nigga, you can't have on these tight-ass jeans and they up under your ass. Like, what you trying to hold your ass up? Now you now you looking like a freaky Jason out here. Like, my niggas, grow the fuck up. All right? Stay off the lean and grow the fuck up. Ain't got no time for that shit no more, man. Shit is fucking wild out here. Fucks up with Love and Hip Hop, the Love and Hip Hop finale. Uh, here's a recap. Mandisi's mom uh, and uh, Samantha. Samantha called Mandisi's mom so many bitches. I ain't heard that many bitches drop since 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 Uncle Luke and uh, first album. Nigga. I ain't like my nigga. That was a lot of bitches. She, she called her so many bitches. Like, I, 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 if I was Mandisi's, I would have broke out of jail and had to come and confront her. Like, hold on, bitch. Like, you done called my mom too many fucking bitches. Her name's Judy. Judy. Judy, the one with the big mouth. The big teeth, I mean. Yeah, man, DC's mom got called so many bitches by Samantha. Oh, my God. If I was Mandisi, I'd have to break out. And uh, Kim again with her fucking, with her crazy ass, man. I, I don't know. I'm just giving you a little finale recap. The Creep Squad is the, the, the most... They look like three blind mice out there. Them three little motherfuckers. Like, you notice you don't really see too much of self in the picture with the three light-skinned niggas because I, like, all those self did right on the side of a nigga car like a bitch. But them other three niggas, them three light-skinned niggas, my nigga, like, I'm glad I've never associated myself with light-skinned niggas and shit. But those three niggas look like three light-skinned bitches that went to high school together, but they never got along. But then... They all wound up at the same college, so they had to hang together and shit. Like, dumb niggas is, ah, oh man, he just said life. Like, I don't like, light-skinned niggas are no longer like, they killed us. They killed us. Every time they come back on the fucking TV, man. They, you don't do, creep, you calling yourself a creep. Fucking 
fucking cowards. You fucking. Who else made me that? Snoop. Lil Snoop. Snoop trying to move mama. Mama, I got to move mama. That wasn't, like, I, I understand you want to do the right thing. You want to move mama. Like, but who the fuck moves? I don't know about nobody who moves caskets from one state to another state. Like, and then it ain't your mom. She said, they, she, I can't move her because she ain't my mom and shit. And mama. Well, how ain't my mom? Like, no. Is she, okay, but bitch, no. You can't just be up and moving no fucking caskets. Like, what the fuck? That's, that's some ignorant shit. That, Mona Scott. Shout out to Mona Scott. Mona, I need a fucking job. Listen. Listen. Point me in the direction of ignorance. And I might turn down that block. I don't know. But that's all about love and hip-hop. That's how much I care about love and hip-hop that I don't really fucking care. Uh, musically, Big Sean's new album, I Decided. Classic. I've listened to it enough. It's 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 pure substance. So do your ears a favor and go and check out that Big Sean new album. Oh, man, I fucks with it heavy. It's a good album. Real good album. And it's it's... It was right on time for me. Like, a lot of the shit that he talking about in there, like, it was right on time for me. So that's probably why I hold it so dear and try to put the classic next to it. But the production is awesome. The writing. Like, I, I slipped on I slipped on Sean. Shout out to my nigga Nir. Uh, we, we had an argument a few years back, and I was telling him uh, I liked uh, Tiger more than I liked Big Sean. I'm like, nah, I think he's going to be around a little bit longer. I, I'm not I'm not wrong about a lot of shit, but I should have picked Big Sean when we was in that argument. I'm just saying you won there. I told you that already, but I figure I tell the world like I was wrong about that. The nigga Big Sean is pretty good, and nigga Tiger just he's just a nigga Tiger and shit. He he can rap, but he 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 ain't no Sean. I don't know. Go do yourself a favor and get that Big Sean album. That's good. Uh, my song that I'm fucking with right now is that Wale and and Lil Wayne joint, that Running Back joint. Classic bars by Wheezy. Wheezy made a oh my god, the shit he's saying in that fucking song running back with Wale. Wale spaz on that first verse, but letting 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 that nigga Wayne go second and just do what he did to that song. You gotta listen to the lyrics, and it's a groovy ass song and shit. Look what them ass shots done to her. That bitch need her money back. That's just a bar to let you know that you need to really go and check that shit out. That bitch need her money back. She told me to hit the hole. I used to play running back. Ah, that's the best song I got right now. Gotta go fuck with that. Uh, Also, Jay Z, new joint. Jay Z threw that nice bar at Drake. We know who it's at. I know you ain't talking summers, right? I know you ain't out here talking ball shit when you a runner, right? Whole veto, baby. No equal, baby. Uh, that's the that's the, so that's the music update I wanted to get. I want y'all to go check out the entire Big Sean's album, uh, then go and check out Wale and Wayne running back track. Oh my God, bars, and Jay Z new joint uh, with with Beyonce on DJ Khaled's new album that's going to be coming out. I'm not sure what the name of the song is. I just listened to Jay Z verse and just was like, damn, this nigga is still the fucking man. As I just relit the doobie and shit. Uh, I'm having a fucking ball up here in New York City. I uh, had a conversation with a big-ass rat last night. Told that nigga, don't worry about it. I'm not coming back to this trash can again. You won, my nigga. Last time. Uh, what's been going on in the news? Uh, Sandusky. Uh, the, the Sandusky's son. 
from the uh, Penn State, the the child molester from Penn State. His son is allegedly a molester also. I'm not. I think he was dealing with little girls, or it could have been little boys. I didn't even. I, I shouldn't be telling this story because I didn't really uh, read the article and shit. I just watched it on the news for a quick second, and it, and it caught my my eyes. Just like, damn. I guess he. I guess. He did teach his son something. wasn't the right shit, but a lot of a lot of fathers don't be out here teaching their sons anything. But he took the chance, the time to, to teach his son how to be a molester. Nasty motherfucker. Nasty motherfucker. Can't believe that's nasty. Uh, who else? Uh, Kim Jong, Kim Jong's half brother, the Chinese uh, crazy motherfucker. His half brother was assassinated by two women. By two women, yeah, like. That sounds like some Kim Jong shit. He done put a hit out of it on his own fucking brother. This motherfucker done, done shot two women assassin. Like, why did it take two women to assassinate this nigga? Like, that's what got me fucked up. Why is it two niggas assassin two two bitches at that? Like, you get one bitch wasn't enough. Like, you don't send two niggas to assassinate nobody, but you gotta send two bitches. Wonder if he got the fuck before. Like, how did they fucking assassinate this nigga? And was Kim Jong behind it? Hmm. Mm. Uh, African gospel singer uh, s- decided to commit suicide on Facebook Live. Yeah, same thing I said. Wow, you just gonna kill yourself on Facebook Live? His name Richard Richard Nika or Hika. I'm not sure how to say it, but Richard is a Zimbabwe gospel singer. He committed suicide on live stream because. He broke up with his girlfriend. Wasn't even his wife. This nigga done killed himself over his fucking girlfriend. Like, nigga, first of all, ain't no pussy that good enough to where I'm just going to fucking kill myself. And I damn sure ain't going to be doing it on Facebook Live. It's bad enough they're going to be talking about my death on Facebook any goddamn way. But I'm going to just go ahead and invite them the first, like, as soon as I kill myself, everybody get the fucking see it. Like, nigga, how the fuck you going to go platinum now? You, you going to kill yourself because your girlfriend... Niggas be doing some crazy shit over these fucking bitches, man. Listen, a bitch will fuck your whole shit up if you let her. Yes, a wise man once told me, a bitch will fuck your shit up if you let her. So, he just fucked his whole shit up. And then you're going to kill yourself live on fucking Facebook Live. Facebook Live ain't dang, you ain't even get a check. You couldn't cash the check if they did give you a fucking check. Because I know your views was through the fucking roof. You know how long it take you to fucking kill yourself? Like, you got to do a lot of shit to yourself to just kill your fucking self. Like, nigga, I never understood niggas who fucking commit suicide and they, they decide to fucking hang themselves. It always looked like they, they regret the shit. Like, they toes be pointing to the ground like they was like psyched, like, like they reaching to, to stop the rope and shit. Nigga, you should have made that rope a little bit longer, nigga. Fuck that. Give a fuck. What else been going on in the news? Uh... Letting oh little girl little uh, a Down syndrome girl had uh was playing in a high school game it was senior night little Tally uh and she she got the start and they let her score like the other team actually let her score first of all like what's that doing for her self esteem you just sitting out there letting her score like if we gonna be if she's gonna be regular and she because she is regular. Oh, I'm gonna block that little girl shot. Like I would have been, I would have been the one that came out of nowhere and just threw her shit out of bounds. Like, bitch, you ain't getting no free shots around here. Get the fuck out of here. Damn, you know, sit your ass down. If you gonna play, you gonna play. You ain't just got out here getting no free buckets. Now, what if they lost by that two? The other team lost by that two points. Ain't that a bitch? You don't let her score. She the reason why you lost. Mm-hmm. 
could have went in overtime, you wouldn't have let Tyler score. That's what I'd have been thinking. We can't let her score. You know what I'm saying? Not going to be out here letting her fucking score. There's too much shit going on around here. Seen some on uh, World Star. Two girls was raping this nigga. Uh, one of them was sitting on the, sitting on top of him. And the other one sitting there trying to beat his dick, trying to get his fucking dick hard. Shit's fucking hilarious. The nigga dick wouldn't, wouldn't get hard because they fucking forcing themselves on him. First of all, bitch, you ain't, this bitch damn near had on a motherfucking uh, a crew neck sweatshirt. Bitch, I don't even see no titties. Of course my dick ain't gonna get hard. And you damn bitch was punching him in the ribs and shit. This some this was some African shit. I I don't know what the fuck they doing over in Africa in them countries, but shit, nigga, you 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 bitches can't even rape niggas correctly. Like bitch, all you got to do is come in naked and 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 and, and cup your titty. A nigga dick gonna get so fucking hard, so fucking fast. Just be naked, cup your left titty, and pinch your nipple. Bitch, take this dick. You you're gonna take this dick. I guarantee it. This dick is for the taking. You come in here with some sexy ass black panties on. Say, oh my God, I love some motherfucking black panties. And the way it just hug up against that pulse and you come in mm, cupping your left titty and pinching your nipple. You be like, oh, baby. Let me bend that ass the fuck over. These bitches was forcefully trying to fuck this nigga. This nigga dick would not get hard. It was fucking hilarious. She kept running around. She tried to, she like, bitch, at least put your pussy on his face. Like, I think she still had her underwear on. Like, bitch, you still got to take your drawers off. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Just too much shit going on out here. Hold on. I wanted to fucking talk about, uh, yeah, I'm almost done a doobie. This show is normally done over one doobie. Because, you know, it go out a few times and I light it back up. But shout out to my uh, my sponsors, my Muslim brothers out here forcefully and aggressively selling oils. You niggas is you niggas is winning out here. Shout out to Frankincense and Myrrh. Incense puts me in my vibe. Puts me right in my vibe. Oh man, you know what I hate when a chick make eye contact with me, and I think that she want me. Like it only take for you to for all eyes to meet. For like a split second. I don't even give a fuck if we blink at the same time. I think you want me. But a bitch ever fucking. You ever be around a joint. And, and she look at you like. Oh man I gotta say something. And she just keep looking over there and shit. Whole time she wasn't even looking at you. She was looking at the DJ. Complaining that he wasn't playing the right music and shit. But I swear to God bitch. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you you walk past me and our eyes me. Listen, uh, oh, you want me? I think you want me. I, and that's not no conceited shit. That's just some confidence shit. Like I, th- I think you want me. Now I can you can shoot me down. It's cool if you shoot me down. I don't give a fuck. But just know, none of you joints better not look at my motherfucking eyes. Cause listen here, oh, oh nah, she want me. She want this dick. I think she want this dick. She must have heard about me. <laughs> she must have heard about me. And you know what? But you know what? I want women to stop judging niggas on the first round and shit. Like you can't be judging niggas on the fucking first round. Like you need two rounds for me to get for me to get this stroke off for you to really be entertained by my stroke. Like that first round, I'm just getting used to the pussy. Fuck that nigga. It's just like I'm getting used to I'm getting used to the yams. It's like it's like some new sneakers and shit. It's like you got to get used to them sneakers. Like you ain't gonna feel good in them sneaks the first time you wear them. But the second time you wear them, they be like, oh, yeah, these joints feel good. I'm going to work these. That's the same thing with pussy. 
We got to try that pussy on. We got to get used to them walls and all that other shit. So when you don't give a nigga another second round, you cheating yourself. And you out here judging him and telling your girlfriends, like, it wasn't that good because that nigga came fast and all that other shit. No, he came fast because his dick was surprised. He was like, oh, we got some new puss? Oh, that's... Because that's how my feet feel when I get new sneakers. Oh, man, he's... Oh, I got some new kicks. And they say, all pussy. All pussy ain't good pussy unless it's new pussy. But even then, you might run into some damp pussy. I told y'all about the damp pussy situations before. I don't know if you you experienced it in your life, but... Mm. Ladies, do your kegels. Please do them kegels, because if you ain't out here doing your kegels, then, bitch, your pussy out here loose than a motherfucker. That motherfucker, pussy pussy wide as a fucking scully. Huh? You bitch got scully pussy. Shit wide as a motherfucker. Ain't did a kegel since a kegel came around. Remember last time you seen a kegel? No, bitch, ain't never seen one, because she ain't never did one. I don't know if that got to do anything, but we'll move on. Uh... You know, as I was growing, I was thinking about growing up and shit. Like, like I would, I was, I could say I was spoiled, but I wasn't spoiled to the point where I had all of the shit that I wanted. Like, I had some shit. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't have the shit. Like, I know some spoiled motherfuckers who had everything. Like, I was spoiled to the point where I had a jacket, but it wasn't a starter jacket. Like, I've never had a starter. Like, I'm, I'm, st- like my mom gave me. She gave me enough to keep me sane. Like that's why I'm so I'm I'm so tight right now and, and know how to shop to the point where fuck them labels and all that other shit. I never was impressed by labels because my mom never was forcing them on me, even though I wanted them. Like I I wanted a pink polo shirt. Of uh, the the button up, I remember that was like ninety eight through two thousand. Like a pink polo shirt was the shit. If you had a pink button button up, you was the shit. But I had an old navy joint. It was pink, but it was an old navy joint. That was the difference. I still rocked it and, and, and freaked it and shit because you know I could burn like like I can Jones with the best of them and shit. Like you ain't just gonna be out here setting fire to me because I got on an old navy joint. It ain't got no label. You don't know what kind it is. My shit could be uh empty label. Like this is a polo joint. You just ain't see the tag. Like that's the type of shit that I had to go through. Like when niggas had starter jackets and shit, the pullovers and shit. I had a pullover. It looked like a Rams jacket. It wasn't, but it kept my ass warm. That's what I'm like. That's what I want you to get through. Like I just hate it. Like I never got the shit that I fucking wanted. That's why when I started working and thing, like, I'm going to get everything that I fucking wanted. I, I remember uh, one Christmas I asked my mom for a a remote control car, and you know if you had a remote control car growing up, it couldn't have the wire. Like like nigga, I wish you would come outside on Christmas, December twenty fifth, ten o'clock a.m with a wire on your fucking remote control car. Nigga, nah, you're going to get chased the fuck back in the goddamn house. You can't race. You can't race with everybody else that got brand new remote control cars without wires. I had to drink with the wire, my nigga. So when we racing, I'm out there running with the running with my remote control car, tired as a motherfucker, trying to keep up and shit. You know what I mean, motherfucker? I done stepped on two remote control cars in the race and shit. Nigga, I had to keep up with my car. I was salty that Christmas. Mom, I was pissed. Yeah. Yeah, Andy, I was pissed about it. I still remember that fucking Christmas. I still want a remote control car to this goddamn day. And that shit was crazy. Gonna get me some motherfucking uh, fucking goddamn remote control car with the wire. I, man, do you know how tired I was racing with my remote control car? I couldn't go nowhere without the remote control car. To the point you start dragging the remote control car and shit home and shit. Nigga. 
I remember the time. I'll never forget this. We had went to Chicago. We had just came back from Chicago, and them Jordan, not the Jordans, the Scotty Pippins with the big air on the side had came out. So we had just went to Chicago, so we didn't have that much money. But I'm like, Mom, I need some sneaks. I'm like, all right, cool. So we we go to the store, and they came out with two pair. They came out with the one fifties, or it was one fifty or one sixty, with all the air bubbles around. And then they came out with the cheap joints that was like seventy five dollars, and they only had one air bubble, but the rest of it looked like it was bubbles around it, like they put the the white foam around. And my mom made me get the seventy five dollar joints because we couldn't get the the one eighties, yo. And then I came home, and my cousin Boom had the motherfucking the Pippins with the with the air, with the uh, air bubbles all the way around the black joints in my drink. The one air bubbles, man, I was sorry. Oh, my God. Nigga, I colored on them motherfuckers and started playing basketball on them bitches immediately. I'm not wearing these when you got them motherfuckers on, nigga. You crazy? Mm-mm. Couldn't get the real ones. I was salty in the motherfucker. Mom, nah, we can't get the one air bubbles. Niggas ain't having hard, man. Niggas always think you just... You just always had some shit. Nah, nigga, I, I went through some motherfucking shit, nigga. I mean, shit was crazy. I used to steal my cousin clothes and shit. They thought I was fresh. Nah, my cousin was fresh. My cousin Hemi, that's who gave me style. I took a lot of my style from my cousin Hemi. That nigga used to have all the Tommy jackets and shit because he was pumping. He was hustling a little bit when he was growing up. I ain't going to front. And he had all the Tommy jackets and shit. Nigga, I wore every last one of them motherfuckers. All oh, the fucking, uh... Oh... Uh, in middle school, nobody know this to this day. In middle school, uh, this is how hard it was. The leather jackets, everybody had leather jackets. This is when leather jackets was popping. All the kids had leather jackets and shit, right? My mom ain't give me no leather. We, she, I mean, I couldn't get a leather jacket of my own, but she had this brown leather. She, yeah, she. My mom had this brown leather jacket that I could fit. Didn't I wear that motherfucker to school like it was the fucking, like it was a male jacket. The zipper was on the wrong side and my shit probably had shoulder pads in it and everything. But the way I fronted it, nobody could tell. Because I was out there stunting like it was a real live brown bomber and shit. Shit had some little gold inseams and shit. I was a clown, but got away with that One of the niggas remember when uh, having elastic in your pants was this shit. My mom swore to me she wasn't getting me no motherfucking elastic in my goddamn pants. And she didn't. So it was around Easter. So I had to put rubber bands under my cuffs just so I can fit in with motherfuckers. The, the, the drastic measures you have to take to be fresh. Oh, man. What else would I want to fucking talk about? Let me light up this motherfucking weed. This episode is almost over. I only got like a few more things I want to talk about. Probably only one more thing. You ever be in a, like, it, like it could be quiet. Like you in a, you in a bar, you in a bar. It's loud as shit, jukebox jamming and shit. Got some banging ass music on, it's loud. Everybody loud, they screaming, we talking and shit. But you know the only thing you can hear over top of all this ruckus and loudness and, and, and 12 conversations and music and future and the DJs yelling and it sounding all good. The moment a motherfucker yell, oh, I'm the, I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. When this nigga said, I'm the wrong nigga, everybody gets quiet. DJ stops the music like, hold on, who's this nigga who's the wrong nigga to fuck with? We need to meet him. We got to find this nigga. I'm the wrong. One day, I just want to be that nigga that just like, I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. And niggas get scared. Because if I say I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with, niggas ain't going to get too fucking shit. This light-skinned nigga. My nigga, sing us a song and shit. Like, they look at my ass like I'm a fucking R&B singer and shit. 
I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. That nigga gets all the respect. Nigga, we never seen a nigga who say, I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. He don't even actually ever fight. He never gets a chance to fight because you're so scared that this nigga's the wrong nigga to fuck with. Like, we've, we've seen some niggas around, right? right? We've seen some people that was, like, you don't fuck with him. Nah, you definitely, nah, you don't fuck with her. Nah, don't, don't fuck with that. Nah, nah, you stay away from them. But you've never been around the wrong nigga to fuck with. When you the wrong nigga, to, that shit just commands all types of fucking respect. Like, oh, I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. Man, that shit. I'm going to say that shit one day, see if niggas take me. Say, I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. We never seen that nigga fight. Like, he fuck around and get beat, get his ass beat like Martin against Tommy Hearns. If if anybody ever stepped to him, like, oh, you the wrong nigga to fuck with? And then he really, the other motherfucker actually be the wrong nigga to fuck with? He'd be like, no, nigga, I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. You'd be like, oh, shit, now y'all got to fight. They have to fight now. We, we got to see them fight. Because both of y'all can't be claiming to be the wrong nigga to fuck with. Somebody got to be able to get fucked with. That's what, that's what we, like, which one of y'all can be fucked with? Because we got to make sure we know, like, two niggas ain't never came with no nigga. I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. No, I'm the wrong nigga. Y'all get the point. Let me see if I can make a song about the wrong nigga to fuck with. Uh, 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 wrong nigga. Uh, 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 the wrong nigga. The wrong nigga. The wrong nigga to fuck with. Don't you fuck with me. And when I say I'm the wrong nigga, shit get real quiet. The wrong nigga to fuck with. I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. Ain't never gotta prove nothing because I already said it. If a nigga step up, then you know I already said it. And if he say he's the wrong nigga to fuck with, we gotta fight. We gotta fight. Now who's the wrong nigga to fuck with? The crowd wanna know is it the nigga over there or the nigga over here? Who the fuck gonna prove that they're the wrong nigga to fuck with? We wanna know. Oh, we wanna know. And that's the wrong nigga to fuck with got punched in the mouth. And oh yeah, the wrong nigga got punched in the mouth. Oh yeah. The wrong nigga to fuck with. The wrong nigga to fuck with. The wrong nigga to fuck with. We've come to the conclusion of episode three of the Jay Sutton podcast, Everyday Jay. Please tell a friend to tell a friend that you found something very entertaining that you love. Subscribe to me on iTunes at Everyday Jay Podcast. Also, follow me on SoundCloud at Everyday Jay Podcast. And if you want to keep up with my tweets and Facebook and Instagram, you can follow me at I am Jay Sutton. This has been episode three. Please tell your mom I love her. I really do, and I'll rub her butt. Shout out to the fat bitches, because you huzzies are very warm in the winter. Like I always say, do it big or don't do it at all. Why get hit by a car when you can get hit by a bus? My nigga, it's buses out here willing to hit you. Keep your eyes open and your head on the swivel, my nigga, till we meet again. It's your boy Jay Sutton, Everyday Jay.